my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to rediscover some old-fashioned forms of fun. Many of these were deliberately about filling time, or some might say, killing time. Modern sorts often feel we don't have time for such things. But over the past few weeks, well, we've learned otherwise. The circumstances aren't ideal. But the good news is that on the other side of the world's lockdown to slow the spread of the coronavirus, we'll have expanded our repertoire of fun. If you've read much literature written before the advent of radio and television, you've probably noticed something. Authors such as Charles Dickens or Jane Austen or Herman Melville wrote stories in a slightly less economical fashion than modern authors. The plots take longer. The sentences are more involved, but honestly, why not? They weren't competing with cable. People didn't have other things to do to fill the hours after dinner and before bed. So length wasn't a downside in the way that modern publishers sometimes consider it to be. Length was often an upside. Anyone listening to this podcast presumably still has access to the internet. But with school and activities canceled, many people have more hours to fill than in the past. Screens fill some of it, but even the best shows get boring after a while. So it's time to recall how people used to kill time and realize that in many cases, killing time isn't a bad thing at all. One of my favorite hour-filling activities is big puzzles. While a 200-piece puzzle might fit in a busy day, long days call for big ones. A thousand pieces, 1,500 pieces, why not? Gather the family around a big table and chat as you each work on your sections. I'm also a fan of giant Lego sets. Over the past few months, my 10-year-old and I have been working on a replica of the Empire State Building. We flexed our Lego building muscles on a Christmas gingerbread house set, and now we're feeling more capable of bigger things. Sets that take more time. Because taking time is kind of the point. Baking can fill lots of time. My husband's been baking bread. I collect magazines from the 1950s and 1960s, and some of the recipes and old issues of good housekeeping literally require all day. But if everyone's around the house all day, this might be less of a downside than it seems at first glance. Of course, you can really get into the little house on the prairie lifestyle and take up sewing or other needle crafts. Every time I read the Laura Ingalls Wilder books, I picture the family sitting in front of the fire with Pa reading or playing the fiddle and Ma stitching something. 
Sewing clothes for a family of six certainly takes a lot of time. We don't have to make our clothes from scratch these days, but cross-stitching an elaborate pattern can fill many a happy hour, especially now that no one is supposed to be going out of the house for happy hours. There are really all kinds of old-fashioned time-killing options. Crosswords, card games, long board games like Monopoly or Risk, scrapbooking, quilting. When we're running around from place to place, it's easy to assume we have no time. And so we fill the time we do have with the easiest thing available. Hence, the two hours daily that even people with full-time jobs and kids clock watching TV. If you're trying to work from home while homeschooling your kids or chasing toddlers all day, you may not have energy for anything else. I get it. But if you're not in that situation, these long hours present an opportunity to try something else. And maybe, just maybe, when life gets back to normal, we'll remember that a great many other projects are possible. What sorts of old-fashioned, time-killing fun do you enjoy? You can let me know at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.